0: Hey, welcome to the Gig 2 podcast. You know me, Chad Gee Economist, and I'm talking to my first ever TikToker or gig talker, I guess I should say, <laughs> Selling What's going on, man?
1: Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for having yeah. me.
0: Real name is Stefan, yep. by the way. Uh, do you, I don't know, do your followers know your real name? Uh, probably not. I, I guess I do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I've re- referenced it in one of my videos. I got like a uh, thank you note from this lady I delivered to and she put my name. So mm-hmm. if they really wanted to research it, they could probably figure it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're in uh, East Lansing, Michigan or just Lansing or?
1: Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. Um, the zone is huge as far as DoorDash goes for my zone i mean i -hmm. wish it was smaller but it's pretty much the whole lansing east lansing area so
0: uh, where's where's lansing relative to detroit is that you're like middle of the state or yeah i don't know my geography (laughs) but i look Uh, it up
1: wait there's the hand thing yeah it's mid uh east of or sorry west of detroit
0: oh yeah so you're anyway whoops let me turn the the brightness down whoops the uh yeah you guys are like almost dead center Cap- of the state
1: capital city yep
0: yep yep Lansing's so, the capital yep uh, I always thought it was Detroit since the but it's usually like whatever city is the middle of the state is usually the capital
1: you would think it'd be Detroit but
0: yeah mm-hmm. so anyway uh let's start at the beginning so like can you kind of get, give the viewers a breakdown of like who you are? Like, you know, well, we know your name, where you live. Like, you know, how old are you? Do you have a day job? You know, do you have you like, you know, just the basic overview of who you are?
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't I'll have give a, you a full job. screen here. There oh, you go. thanks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, I'm actually, my background is uh, I'm a licensed veterinary technician. So um, I've worked with animals. I have a d- degree, despite uh, <laughs> what the haters say. But um, not that that's necessary. But so basically, uh, what happened was uh, was COVID. I'm sure you've probably heard that from mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, where uh, yeah, I, I quit my full time job as a veterinary technician to um, be at home with my two kids. Uh, so, cause I had to be virtually schooled. And so, and my wife is kind of more of an, an, an essential employee. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I, uh, I got into this, the gig work more full-time is, uh, being a stay-at-home dad and then being able mm-hmm. to do the gig work as I can. But, um, yeah, I, uh, am I 38 or 39 years old? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. So I look a lot younger than, Mm. than I actually am. But, um, yeah, I actually have two degrees. I have a degree in advertising as well, but that didn't really pan out. So, um, wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, I like, you know, with the flexibility with the, the gig jobs, I mean, Mm. especially with having to be home with my kids and I mean there seems like one of them is sick, like every other day. So, (laughs) uh, i can be home and Mm. then one when my wife gets home from work i can uh go out do dad whatever so
0: yeah so how long were you doing the veterinary thing for
1: uh man i've been doing that since like 2012. okay i've uh worked in different fields i worked in the research field um worked at an animal shelter worked at michigan state university
0: were so you I've like the like, I was going to say are you like the vet equivalent of like a nurse? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um so yeah, it's like a 2-year
1: program if you have like a bachelor's degree or you can mm-hmm. do the full 4-year uh degree program. So I just got the certificate on top of my other
0: bachelor's degree, but yeah. There's um, a lot of biology.
1: Like yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like the hardest part for sure
0: microbiology um, zoology stuff like that you know
1: yeah definitely um
0: they, yeah, you like, I, like uh animal first aid and stuff like that or
1: yeah yeah you get a lot of training um mm-hmm. which is nice but i've never actually done private practice yeah. you know which is okay. probably what mo- most people get into it for you know mm-hmm. working with uh like dogs and cats mainly and so I've Speaking of, more of, yeah, <laughs> someone's talking.
0: Speaking of dogs and cats, well, cats. Well, Leo, I thought you wanted to jump up here. Every time, every time I'm doing a show, he's got to be on camera. He's like, I want to be on. T-. I could, but yeah, you can jump. There you go. So he, I yeah, have a, so- uh, I have two male ginger cats. This is Leo, and his brother Logan is sleeping in the other room.
1: Yeah, I got wow. them.
0: Yeah, I got them when COVID first broke out like two years ago. Yeah. In fact, I think June 22nd or 3rd was the date that I got him. So it's coming up on our two-year anniversary. That's awesome. Leo. Yeah, we're... I was we letting have, him. To, uh, he can sit here as long as he, he's quiet, so...
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leo. Yeah, we have uh, four cats and two dogs currently.
0: And, wow. Uh, two
1: bearded dragons, my my wife wants to get chameleons so (laughs) it's kind of like our own little zoo here Uh, do
0: you what i do is i have to you know i have wall-to-wall carpeting so i vacuum like almost every day oh yeah so so i don't want that cat smell you know
1: yeah and i mean you probably get nose blind to it we um we actually asked a babysitter one time you know does our house smell like Cat pee and she's she's like, Yeah, yeah, it does. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? you know, we don't know any, you know, we don't know the difference anymore once you're living in that environment. Obviously, you know, we clean up after them, but
0: yeah, these guys yeah. are good about using their litter box and stuff. They've never whizzed on the carpet or anything like that. But uh that's good. Yeah, yeah that yeah, can be a gotta, problem
1: as they get older for sure.
0: Um if you're good at cleaning, especially you know, vacuuming, I think that's where like the animal smell tends to stick i just my parents were just oh, yeah. visiting me about a week or two ago and my mom when they were leaving mom was like you know what? i this whole time here i didn't what's nice is your house doesn't reek of cats yeah <laughs> so i've yeah, had that's uh good. i mean you're a delivery driver so you probably deliver to people that have like way more animals than they should and oh yeah like some of them are like borderline hoarders if they if if not outright hoarders i see it a lot on um on Amazon Flex, especially um, and if you follow my Instagram, I'm always posting pictures of my routes up in Daytona Beach, which is about 40 minutes um, northeast of here, which I'm actually considering moving to Daytona Beach because um, those Amazon blocks out of there are so high paying. Yeah, um, I'm getting clobbered on the commute. So it's like if I just move there, <laughs> you know, at least I'll save on time and money on on the commute.
1: For sure, yeah, it sounds like a but uh, place anywhere in Florida, really. Yeah, the problem <laughs> is a lot of
0: those routes, they're rural routes, like out in the countryside, just all dirt roads. I've I've had to replace the splash shield on or the engine cover or whatever you call it, like at least once a year since I've moved here. Or I have yeah. to get down there. I have to like I have like a a s- small like emergency jack. You know, it's meant for like emergencies. If you had to change the tire, it's not meant for like everyday use um i'll have to jack the the car up and then so i can crawl under there and i just take some zip ties because this, ha- this happened yesterday so i was driving out to daytona beach it's all highway i'm and i noticed like i'm going once i hit about 60 miles an hour i hear started and was like there's nothing i can do like it's past um you know with amazon flex if you have to cancel your block with more than 45 minutes to spare or else you get penalized yeah. Um, so I get out there and I get, you know, everything's fine. And like, I actually, I knocked out a, uh, well, I thought it was a record cause my block was for three and a half hours. And I was like one of the last people there. And they, you know, I'm not sure how it works where you are, but, uh, the, what's nice about the Daytona beach warehouse is it's like all the cars are in line and then like, there's three rows and they already have the racks out. And then what they do is it, they kind of do like a military type thing of like, we're, you know, everybody stays in their car until everybody is, uh, parked. And then they, yeah. everybody gets out at the same time, fills up their car and then everybody gets back in their car and they don't let they you sound just the leave. horn. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, they just, they just, uh, yell. It's kind of, it's almost oh, like okay. a, like a race or like, okay, general. they always say like gentlemen, start your engines, you know, or drivers, you know, and then yeah. like, like the inside lane goes and second and, you know, outside and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, so my, my route was for three and a half hours and it was this sweet route, like in the suburbs. I could tell just looking for it, looking at it, the map. All the houses were like right next to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna knock this out real quick, and I did. I knocked it out in like 90 minutes. And then I didn't realize it because I always take a screenshot of like you know when you scan the the route, like the the QR code, and like and then it br- gives you your route, and then you have to scan the packages. Um, I didn't yeah. realize it uh until i had finished it and then i looked at, i took a closer look at the picture and then i realized it said two hours and i was like Uh-oh. oh no wonder yeah because i finished in 90 minutes oh, and uh
2: man.
0: so the guy the yard marshal i guess they're called you know he it wasn't my fault he just i just said i showed him i was showing my phone i'm like three and a half hours so he just he told me where to go and then they gave me i was surprised because like there was like almost 50 packages in there so i thought for sure and then um, uh, but it was like one, it was like two stops had like 14 packages each. They were like for like a campground or something or a trailer park oh, or something. Yeah. And it was great because I didn't have to bring it to the individual trailer, they just brought it to the office. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, you said you do uh, Amazon Flex, right?
1: Yeah. So, I haven't done it in a while. Um, what's it, what's it like flex. out there
0: as far as like what kind of routes and people and all
1: yeah, that? Yeah. So, it's, uh, You know you don't really know what you're gonna get um i don't know if that's changed but Mm. you pretty much just take what you're given i I mean obviously i think it's within a certain range but um like the first time i did it it was to a rural place about i want to say like an hour away or something so i didn't realize you know (laughs) that you actually have to like commute to some of these places um and uh yeah i don't know i like I think it was making like 50 bucks or something for a four hour block, like years ago. And I, I've noticed that it went up luckily, uh, when I checked in the app the other day, but, um, yeah. Uh, so I've done the rural routes and then, and then the city, which I think I prefer, you know, because kind of like what you were saying, there's, you know, Mm. it's, you can deliver to like three houses in a row basically. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty similar to what you said in terms of showing up and lining up and and <laughs> they actually sound the horn and yeah. um,
0: and you go and is yeah, yours I a mean, uh, is yours indoors or outdoors
1: uh it's indoors, but they have like the you know the main kind of doors on each side open where you drive in and drive out so okay, yeah, and I think they're actually building another pretty big warehouse
0: in Lanes. yeah um what's uh what's crazy so. about the orlando area there's like i can think of, there's like five or six like warehouses around here and like they're all different some of them are indoors some of them are outdoors some of them are um you just park in a parking lot and then you go inside and get a rack and then you have to bring it out to your car and then bring it back in which is a pain and there's yeah. there's a there's one warehouse by the orlando airport that i've like boycotted like i'm not doing those anymore because yeah such yeah, a pain. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless like the price is like You know it's too good to pass up or something but
1: yeah because they do like promo pay right if it gets to a certain
0: yeah it's just like or yeah it's like doordash or instacart or something like that where uh, the closer you get to the block start time they start increasing the uh the payouts and uh, what's what's great about the daytona beach uh amazon is that um one of the workers there told me that they're like a pilot uh or like an experimental warehouse or whatever. Yeah. Um cuz the the one in Orlando only pay it starts at $18 an hour. The one in Daytona Beach starts at 21 an hour. And yeah. they will up those prices or payouts and I've seen them go as high as $50 an hour, I kid you not I saw wow. it was like yeah. around last Christmas and it was it killed me cuz I was actually at, I was getting my haircut at the time. And um and I'm just like, you know, after I, I finish up and I'm just about to, you know, get done, I just take a look at Amazon Flex just for the heck of it. And I see there's a, a block starting in like a half hour. It's, it's three hours and it was paying 150 bucks. Oh I was like, ah, oh, I can't get there in a half hour. I mean, I'd have to be yeah. like, there'd have to be no traffic and I would have to be going like 100 miles an hour the whole time. I mean, I'm my little Honda Fit, it's not going to, you know, it's not, it's not the kind of car for high speed.
1: <laughs> right. Or for space right i mean i have a kia rio yours is at least i think bigger than mine but uh Mm -hmm. that was interesting too the first time picking up packages because you know you know there's not a set amount right or size so it's like yeah i'm thinking oh i can fit them all in the trunk no they were in the back seat front seat like anywhere you could put them
0: my car's a hatchback so like you can you can fold the back seat you can fold the seats down or um or i can fold the seats up in the back but usually when i'm doing amazon i just fold the back seats down so basically I have to, like this big platform area and yeah. uh there's there's always enough room but every once in a while they give me like some kind of huge gigantic box which probably has like a bike in it or something you know and Sticky. if you ask them you just tell them like there's there's not enough room in my car for this they will actually take it off the routes. usually they're pretty That's cool good. about that yeah anyway yeah they're really helpful yeah surprisingly so, you, so yeah I wanted to to talk about TikTok. So I mean, I've you know, I've kind of use it. I mostly just post my Instagram stories on TikTok. I have a few original videos on there and oddly enough, they're usually Amazon related. Um yeah. but uh so when I first started using TikTok, you know, it's going through trying to find all the other people that do gig work on there and following them. Um there's a couple other people like whose names escape me right now, which I will, you know, I'll go back and look. But um so you're 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 as far as I can tell, you're just on TikTok, right? Doing your vlogs yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, how did I, uh how, like so like first of all, like why TikTok not not YouTube or Instagram or something like that? And you know, um have you figured out the the TikTok algorithm and all that yet?
1: No, I mean it's uh I have you know, I've heard different theories about it, but I pretty much just like TikTok for the convenience. Um I mean, I know when we were talking about doing this and you are like, you know, yeah, use a computer if you can. And I'm like, I just have my iPhone. So I'm kind of old school with that. Um, And I just, so I like the the convenience of TikTok. You know, you can just use your phone. And I guess you can probably do that for YouTube or other Mm -hmm. things too. But with the phones. YouTube has the
0: shorts now, which is a direct copy of TikTok, you know.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to, definitely expand uh youtube it seems like Mm -hmm. you know maybe there's uh bigger following or just more opportunity i don't know but yeah i was surprised uh i had a few um i think my pin videos that were uh one's over like a hundred thousand views and it's just it's crazy it's like i don't know how that happens but it does and then um you get followers and yeah. yeah i was
0: gonna bring up your uh I was going to bring up your channel or uh, I, don't, I don't know what, what the term for it would be your account or whatever. So um, yeah, let me, uh, let me go back full screen. Here we go. So this is selling dash at sell in dash. Um, you got, let's see, you've got over 1400 followers, but you're also following. I don't know how you can follow 1400 people, 35,000 likes. They don't tell you your all time view count, but um, yeah, your top three videos here, that one in the middle, 185000 And then the other two, $49,500 and $139. What's, the, what's this one? Key to making
1: money with DoorDash is trying to make sure your customer tips
0: match
1: <clears throat> or exceed your base pay.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, Over absolutely. 600 bucks for like 24. Well, <laughs> it depends if you count the active well, time or the full time.
1: And that's the debate. And I think that's maybe why that one took off. I mean, I had no idea, you know, what my audience would be or, or what people would like, but, um, yeah, that was the first one. I remember my cat just knocked my phone. Uh, (laughs) I remember sitting, um, with my wife and all of a sudden just, you know, like looking at that video and I'm like, what's going on? And at one point, um, Like I was refreshing and it was going up like 3,000 views, like a second. Wow. And so I don't know. I'm not trying to flex or anything. I just like, (laughs) um, that's like, for me, I don't know. I don't really know how that happens. You know, I think it just depends on uh, for sure the amount of likes and then Mm -hmm. definitely like if people are commenting and stuff, I think it's just kind of more uh, interactive maybe. It becomes the more they push the video but yeah so then i pretty much just you know it's just kind of more like a vlog uh going around and you know doing the deliveries and stuff anyway so it's kind of just like my my thought process with that and just um giving tips here and there and yeah i saw um
0: a video you did i think it was pretty recently where there was like a a plastic grocery bag tied in a tree in a parking lot or yeah. something yeah did you ever find out what was in there
1: no i uh you know someone commented like oh it's private property and i don't know i just got to thinking like it's probably something disgusting i think you even commented too that it's like yeah probably well, a if it's
0: pro- if, it, if it was in a store or a mall parking lot that's not private property well i mean technically, yeah, yeah but i mean Um, right yeah people tend to put like garbage like just like as a joke like there's it's not gonna be something good in there i mean that's for sure people are gonna put money or candy or something it's not a pinata you know
1: (laughs) right exactly yeah but those are kind of the you know maybe it's out of boredom or something when you're on the road it's like those are the things that you know i pick Mm -hmm. up on and you just never know what people are going to uh appreciate so it's like you know, I think if you're just kind of being yourself and doing what you would be doing anyway, um, uh-huh. you can't go wrong. You know, I think if you're trying to make a video just to go viral.
0: Yeah. It's
1: probably well, not I mean, gonna happen.
0: what's cool about TikTok is like they have a lot of like built in features in the app about like video editing and like special effects. Like you can do like your own green screen and or oh, yeah. uh, just like they like seem to, like add a new filter like every day, just some random like where, like you see something flash over your head and like, it's like, what kind of bird am I or something? I don't know. You know? Yeah. I mean, no, it's it, fun for sure. Yeah. It's, I don't know. TikTok to me, it seems like it's for kids and it's also, it's certainly for short attention span people, you know, because oh, originally yeah. I think it was limited to 60 seconds or less and they upgraded now that it's like three minutes. And I think you can actually go as long as 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. I don't know what you Is need that true? to do to do that. Yeah. I've heard that, but I, I That's don't probably just for option.
0: influencers. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's probably, you know, certain milestone you have to hit to be able to do that. But
0: yeah. Can you yeah. live stream on there?
1: Yeah. So after, uh, what is it? A thousand followers. Oh, okay. Live stream. So the first you time I that? did that, yeah, I've done it a couple times. And of course I, you know, it's like, I don't want to monetize things, but uh, people can donate Through the Mm -hmm. live stream so i thought oh that'd be cool but um the first time i did it i just you know i had no idea really what what to do um it was kind of more of just like a like a meet and greet if people wanted to ask questions about what Mm -hmm. i do and all that and so this um this kid randomly uh invites me to like to live or duet or whatever they call it where you're you're both going live at the same time. Oh, okay. And he was a follower. I mean, you have to be a follower to, you know, do the the co-lives or whatever. So I accepted it. And immediately he starts like just trolling, like <laughs> in talking about like just like dropping all these, you know, swear words and just perverted conversation. And I'm sitting there trying to like, and you know, <laughs> live, and I don't even know how to do that at that point, so my first first experience didn't go very well because uh mm. I didn't know enough to not you know accept those invites, but yeah, it's pretty cool, I mean uh for people to be able to to live chat, I imagine it's much we're doing now. Do but, you remember yeah.
0: um uh, chat roulette from like ten fifteen years ago?
1: I remember the name i I don't yeah. think I ever did it, but yeah. yeah.
0: It's yeah, it reminds me of that. Are you able to ma- monetize like those those three videos you were showing, the ones that have like tons of views? Or, I mean, how does that work so, on TikTok? They I just think, send you a check randomly.
1: <laughs> no, no, I wish. Um, I think you have to have actually ten thousand followers to even sign up for uh, the um, what do they call that Creator Fund. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was just actually talking to my brother about that today. Uh, he also uh, does DoorDash and a few other apps, and uh, he's in the Detroit area. But um, he was saying, you know, uh, or oh, we were we were wondering how to do that, and and I'm pretty sure that you got to have ten thousand followers. So I'm a, I'm a far away off from that, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was the one thousand followers to be able to do the lives and where people can send you some,
0: I'm not sure you know, if you money, know this basically. music city gig hustler hey how's everyone welcome
1: hey <laughs> how you doing doing well um
0: yeah so i wanted to you know, like, get myself back. here we go yeah so like you're known it seems like most of your content is like doordash related i noticed like you you tend to wear a lot of the doordash like hats and um but do you do any of the shirts or anything or just the doordash um, hat
1: just the hat, and actually, I think I just got it off Amazon. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm assuming if people have the right to sell those products, I don't know. Uh, we're allowed to wear them, but because I know they have like their own merch store. Yeah, I think uh, it's DoorDash, like DoorDash, and
0: probably yeah, I think more it's expensive. Like Merchstore.doordash.com. I forget what it is, but yeah, I got this. Uh, I haven't used this in years, but when I first started with DoorDash, I got this DoorDash lanyard, um, and then I had like, um, you know, like the red card. Remember? I don't know. If, well, what year, you started doing DoorDash like when COVID came out, so like two years ago.
1: Yeah, but I had done it probably as early as like 2015. When did it come out? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Um,
0: DoorDash? Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it must have been. I think it was in select markets. So yeah, probably about 2014, 15, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, didn't I know it was early. of it until like twenty seventeen or eighteen.
1: Yeah, no, I had done it. I think uh, maybe around that time, if not a couple of years earlier, uh, mm-hmm. as a side job, just uh, and then not, you know, full time until uh, COVID. But
0: I, so what yeah, I was gonna could... say was like, I what you do is you punch a hole in your red card and then you carry it around your neck, so you always have your red card with you because in the early days. Uh, like most of the fast food places were order and pay. That was such a pain. Did you ever do those orders?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those are, and yeah, you had to, it just told you what you had to order for the customer. Yeah. And then you had to pay. I mean, it was, I can't imagine doing that right now,
0: but. Did you ever do Postmates? No.
1: And I've heard, is that like only in select areas or it's like the Uber Eats equivalent or one well, or the yeah other? Postmates.
0: Yeah, they were their own entity and then they got bought out by Uber. Yeah. But um, I mean, like the app is still there. I know like Uber migrated all the Postmates drivers from the Postmate Fleet app to the Uber Eats app, but customers yeah. can still order through Postmates, but it'll just go to a, an Uber Eats driver. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, it'll so usually it'll tell you like when somewhere on the screen that you're picking up technically a Postmates order which uh I, I heard postmates was really big in california um but it didn't really catch on anywhere else because i know people were like we're making baller money with postmates before covid i only yeah. did it like i think you kind of on like one hand the number of postmates orders i've done they're all yeah. terrible and they were all like order and pay i think like maybe once ever i went to chipotle and it was already ready
1: yeah um, wow
0: yeah.
1: yeah no i've uh I haven't done that. And I'm fairly new to Uber Eats because, you know, it's just, I guess that's what makes it kind of interesting with uh, followers and just talking to different gig workers is it's like, it does totally depend on the area. Um, Yeah. Because for me, Uber Eats, I think generally pays better where I am, but the orders are just way less. Um, I think,
0: uh, yeah, around here, they're, they're pretty much the same as far as like the the pay as far as the base pay, but yeah. I noticed like DoorDash is way more popular because, yeah. like, what I, I'm not sure what your working schedule is, but I usually do like afternoons and nights. So, like, um, a lot of times I'll be sitting here eating lunch and I'll turn on, um, like, I mean, I prefer to do Instacart and Corner Shop and, and Amazon Flex. Um, just there's so much less stress. There's a lot yeah. more driving with Amazon Flex, but, um, for me, doing as you know, I know the term grub dash eats i forget who came up with it. i think udm came up with it but <laughs> we, we always just say grub dash eats that's the big three grub hub DoorDash, doordash yeah yeah um so but if i turn on uber eats and grub hub i'll be sitting waiting unless it's like you know friday or saturday night uh you know but if it's tuesday afternoon at two o'clock you turn you turn all three on and you're probably waiting like anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour for uber eats or grub hub especially grub hub um yeah but doordash will definitely come up first like i never turn doordash on until i'm actually ready to go out the door because like with um instacart and corner shop you can accept an order and then you still have like at least a half hour before you get started on it you know um yeah but i don't i don't turn doordash on because i know as soon as i do i'm probably gonna get an order it might might not be a good order but i will get something um yeah do you dash uh... in the same zone that you live in
1: yeah, well, yeah, I was just going to say when DoorDash first started, uh, the zone, I was where I live is outside, just outside the zone, so mm-hmm. I actually had to drive, you know, to the area to start accepting orders or to make myself available, and now, uh, you know, I guess if I if I know I'm going to work a certain uh, schedule or something, I'll mm-hmm. just drive to like the busy area and just get it over with, but the nice thing about being able to accept orders, you know, at at home is, you know, I can just throw it on kind of ease into it a little bit and, uh, wait for like that good order to get me to the prime spot, you know, but yeah, DoorDash, man, they it's way more orders than Uber Eats so far. And and Grubhub I did, uh, just very briefly, back when i first tried doordash and now when i try to get on the app i don't know it's like the user id already exists but it won't let me reset the password or something so it's like oh uh,
0: you can't log I in
1: yeah so i haven't really pushed it too hard just because uh again i just don't think
0: it's as popular as doordash yeah you're not you're not really am. missing anything i mean yeah if you look at the uh, the market breakdown like doordash ones, i think it's like it's anywhere from like 51 to 59% of the total delivery market. So which means, wow. I mean, DoorDash owns more than all the other apps put together. Uber Eats is second at like about 25, about 25 to 30%, something like that. And then Grubhub is like 10 to 15 or something like that. And then there's like, there's waiter slash squad slash delivery dudes. And there's a whole bunch of like regional apps that are only in, like, you know, like, they're in, like, one city, you know. Yeah. So it's, or it also depends, like, if you count, um, like, GoPuff or, you know, or I don't know if you were on Amazon Flex in the old days where Amazon a- used to actually do restaurant delivery.
1: Not, yeah. I never did restaurant. I did, um, I think, like, Whole Foods or something, grocery delivery through Amazon. I don't know if they still do that because they, they own them, right? Yeah, so. Yeah,
0: Amazon owns Whole Foods. Yeah, I used to – I made a bunch of videos about doing those Whole Foods routes last year and the year before. I used to make like thirty to forty bucks an hour after tips because those Whole Foods customers are really generous tippers. But um, yeah, last for year, sure. uh, Whole Foods they started charging a ten dollar delivery fee, and I like I never get Whole Foods blocks anymore.
1: Hmm. They're just
0: like in you know how like you can actually select like your preferred scheduling, like which warehouse or which like all of mine are all Whole Foods. I, they never offer me every, and I'm like level three or whatever on the, yeah. the point system. They never, I haven't been offered. I haven't been offered a whole foods block since like Halloween last year. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. Garbage. Uh, I mean, I yeah. still do the, the, like I was saying, like those Daytona routes can be pretty nice. So, uh, I mean, at least there's still that, but, um, yeah. Uh, how would you describe like, um, Well, I I think it's, I was going to say, I think it's more of like a nationwide thing. Like, do you think the people around you are pretty generous tippers or is it just like 90% of the offers you get are like $3, no tip?
1: Yeah. uh, I'd say in general, uh, I I get a lot of no tip orders and uh, I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably an algorithm within DoorDash too, where Like if you accept certain orders, then they'll keep offering them to you. But yeah, in general, um, that's kind of been a big part of my journey and kind of documenting that is, uh, is learning to be a little more selective because yeah, a lot of the orders are, uh, pretty low and just, yeah, with, with the mileage and with gas prices, it's just, you know, you just, you can't lose money on an order. That's what people, I don't think understand, you know, it's like not that we don't want to do our job it's just that you know you got to make money right we're not providing like charity work so um
0: have you tried uh para
1: i haven't yet so uh i'm i don't know there's just like uh, you know i'm not trying to be like this like angelic person but like Mm i i just i feel like it's like unfair you know to do that um but then people are like well it's unfair for DoorDash and other apps to hide the tip. So, uh, and I've also heard that you can, you know, be deactivated from, you know, DoorDash or whatever. I'm not exactly sure how they would find out, but well,
0: um, yeah, I've spoken to the developers about a year ago. In fact, yeah. I want to, I want to do another show with them, uh, hopefully soon. Um, yeah, because DoorDash changed their source code once they found about Para. So it's it's all like encryption, you know. But so, yeah. like Para encrypts, like, so it's like they're they're both encrypted. So DoorDash can't read Para, but Para, like, can't. They used to be able to read everything DoorDash was doing, but then DoorDash changed the code. And, like, now Para is more like a guess. Um, although they also, then they have Uber Eats and DoorDash or uh, Grubhub on there. So they have all, the big three on Para. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, basically that information, like the hidden tip is already... It's in your phone when DoorDash sends that to you. It's just that um, it's not that it was encrypted. It's just that it's not like made, you know, front and center. And then what the Para guys did is they went into the code and were able to uh, decipher it. So it's like, um, you know, a little thing that just goes into whatever information DoorDash is sending you. And then instead of showing, or, instead, you know, like whatever the hidden tip is, you know, it'll show you the complete breakdown. Or at least yeah. it used to. Hey, Steve, it's funny. Steve, uh, I don't know if you know uh, a rodeo. He's got a podcast and a YouTube channel. Uh, he's been on, on my show a couple of times. He's actually hey. one of the, uh, uh, well, I don't know if I'd call him a developer. I don't think he writes the code, but he's on with the para team. So oh, wow. Steve, if you're, if you're watching, I'd love to get you and, uh, and David and, and Jeff back on the show to talk about para. So, um, uh, Anyway, we're we're getting off topic here. Um, I got my I got my DoorDash metrics right here. Does uh, this, this happen to you? Is like almost all of these have been frozen for like two three years. Like my on time or early has been stuck at eighty four percent since like the summer of twenty nineteen or something. <laughs> the That's only hilarious. thing that changes is the acceptance rate and the completion rate. Even the contract violations has been saying two for like at huh. least a year. And I can't remember last time I had a contract violation. I mean, so none of the, well, and the the lifetime deliveries goes up too. So I'm at 1669 right now. Yeah. yeah, So I'm at, like, I'm at 23%, which means, you know, what's that? One in uh, in five orders that I get are actually worth doing. You know, it means four out of five DoorDash customers are cheapskate tippers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate just the way it's set up, but yeah uh i haven't noticed that with my stats uh yeah definitely the acceptance changes mm-hmm. and uh i'm always looking at my rating just to see because uh, i don't know why i take it personal if i get less less than a five but uh yeah yeah uh that's interesting i mean i've had the app crash a couple times and oh yeah it seems like that's like a nationwide thing because other people kind of comment that it happened at the same time so i got yeah, i was getting I an know. error and
0: i was getting an error the other day it says cannot parse data or something i put it on my instagram and i was like what yeah. i don't know what that means and uh yeah, yeah like on saturday i was trying to make deliveries and like i'm taking a photo and i'm trying to send it to them and it keeps keep saying error like mm. it wouldn't let me it wouldn't send a picture so i just hit hand it to customer but I would, yeah, I would wait um, until I'd actually saw them grab the food. So I'm like, all right, so they got
1: it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure ever, I've had to do that. Um,
0: you ever had customers say that they didn't get something delivered, even though they did?
1: Yeah, I've never, like, DoorDash has never reached out to me saying, like, that you know, something like that has happened. Uh, I don't know. I've just assumed, you know, people have mm-hmm. conned me one way or another. But, um. Yeah, no, I don't think – I've been to a restaurant where they've had someone else pick up the order that wasn't actually a DoorDasher. so that's probably why they have to uh, verify the name and stuff now. But as far as delivering goes, I don't – you know, unless DoorDash never reached out to me about it. I mean, is that what the contract violation is from mainly? Uh, Usually Um,
0: it's like if you're way, way too late to pick up – Okay. then you get one of those, which they do that to try to um, prevent people from multi-apping. Yeah. You know, and, but, and actually I probably, the, that's probably what these are from is I don't know if you um, there's a, a geek She goes by the name, Sarah Elizabeth. She was, she made a video about this the other day. She talked about a uh, dirty double stack or um, multi-apping where it's like, let's say like you're doing DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats all at the same time. And it's like, say like you go to like Chipotle and you get an order for uh, for both apps at the same time. And yeah. they're going in more or less the same direction. Like, would you take both and ma- try to make both deliveries? Or would you just say, you know, I'm only going to do the DoorDash order. Or I'm only going to do the Uber Eats order. Um, Cause I will, I will multi-app, multi-stack, you know? Yeah. But then what a lot of times what happens is you do that. And then, those then they try to add then they try to stack on top of that so it's like you're on your way to the customer and they say hey do you want to stop at Walgreens and pick something I'm like no I don't
1: <laughs> yeah then it yeah I haven't yeah I haven't done that usually I'll pause one or the other
0: mm-hmm. um
1: but yeah I uh I
0: don't know, what's my train of thought I don't know
1: yeah I haven't <laughs> I haven't done two at the same time where I'm doing active deliveries
0: but do you use a uh, android or iphone iphone okay well there's an app on android which i highly recommend it's called driver's utility helper it's one of the sponsors of this channel um if you can go to like a cell phone store and get yourself like a cheap android because it's a uh, driver's utility helper and maximo they're sponsors the show li- link in the show notes folks um but it only works on android what's what's nice about Driver's utility helper is it's only for doordash but you can set all your parameters in there like and so it will automatically accept and automatically decline any order that doesn't meet your criteria oh, like you could say nice. i only want orders paying like two dollars a mile or i own like and it has to be a minimum of like six dollar payout or something because i mean you could get a three dollar order going a half mile which will definitely meet your two dollar or whatever I mean, you can set it to you mean set it to ten dollars a mile if you want, but you probably won't get too many orders like doing that.
1: Yeah. Um. No, that's awesome. I'll definitely check yeah. that out.
0: And then, like, Maximo does the same thing for Uber Eats and and uh, Grubhub. And the only reason that they have to have separate apps is because like DoorDash has the scheduled shift. Like, even if you hit Dash now, you still have to hit like an end time. You know. Yeah. Um So that's why that's why there's separate apps on that. Steve said, "Maximo is awesome too. Yeah, I was just talking about it. Maximo also is for Uber and Lyft. Do you do uh, or have you ever done rideshare driving?
1: No, they with Uber, they you know try to get you to sign up for the rides, or they offer Mm -hmm. like challenges or whatever where you get like a bonus if you do so many deliveries plus rides. But uh, I haven't yet. I don't know. I just something just yeah, I'm, I'm not." Mm-hmm. Enough of a people person or something, or well, is your, enough of people. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, is your that's Uber app seats in my car? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Is your Uber app at, like the Uber ride chair drive, or is it the is it only Uber Eats?
1: So I think it's the same app. That's yeah,
0: because uh, like uh, when you turn on, here I'll show it on on mine real quick. So um if you it, like yours, probably looks like this before you go online. And you hit the, there's like switches over here. If you hit this, whoops. So like this asked me what, what I want to do. So, and I just okay. have deliveries. So which you think they like, it looks like a briefcase or something. You think they'd yeah. make that look like hamburgers or pizza or something, you know, that, like or they should yeah. take off deliveries and just say Uber eats, you know? Yeah. And then there's uh yeah. the box is connect. That's like, where you are just doing like packages and stuff. And then Uber X is actual rideshare driving. And uh, I don't know if you have this in your area, but they finally introduce uh, zones, like your own zone. And um, so like, if especially if you're doing Uber Eats, there's really no reason that you'd want to go like super far away. So you could just like uncheck all the zones you don't want to go to. Nice. So th- I mean, this is a pretty cool feature, which I don't know why they took them, took them all these years to do that. But yeah, uh, yeah check that out if you guys haven't uh, seen that in a while.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: do you do Instacart or yeah. Corner Shop or Ship?
1: I was just, I was just thinking, I've, uh, I, I want to do Instacart. I'm on a wait list, uh, oh, okay. but in terms of pay, I've just heard really great things about that. Um,
0: well, the, hey, Instacart used to be great. It's not so much. I anymore. mean, maybe <laughs> depending,
1: again, on the area. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you might
0: be in a, you might be in a hot market. I don't know.
1: Maybe if I got a. a on the wait list, but yeah, um, yeah, I tried to do that. I think I've tried to sign up for Spark delivery as well for the Walmart, uh, mm. but I get enough of those Walmart uh offers through DoorDash still. I don't know exactly how that works because they have well, dedicated you, drivers, I guess it just supplements whatever their need is. But
0: Walmart is around here, it's only through Spark now. It used to be, well, that's not true, it's also. They also use Point Pickup, and I think in some stores even use Roadie. Um, but the stores around me, they only do through Spark. And Sp- I, I will not do Walmart grocery deliveries anymore, because every time I've taken one, they're like, you will have a high payout. I mean, it's basically, it's more or less the same thing as DoorDash, where it just, it shows you an offer. It's even more transparent, because it'll say like $7 base pay, $10 tip. So it's $17 which you'll see a lot and it'll even show you the mileage. It'll even show you like where the, it shows you the house person's name, everything. Um, but it must just be the stores where I am because I'll go there. And like, it's at, like, they always have like, a, it's always at 15 minutes to the top. So it's always 45 minutes after the hour. It'll like, so like around 20, 15 to 20 minutes after the hour, they'll make you an offer for a pickup at, f- you know, four 45 or, you know, whatever 45 after the hour. And then I get to the store and then you just wait and wait and wait. And they they let you cancel without penalty after 30 minutes, but you only get $2 and 50 cents. And I've had to do that for like the last three or four, the last three or four pickups that I've done through Walmart spark. I'm just like, this is a complete waste of my time. I wanted to make $17, but you're waiting in the queue, like along with, you know, 25 other customer cars. And I'm yeah. sitting in I'm sitting out there baking in the Florida sun at 100 degrees, yeah. you know. I'm like I can't I'm not going to waste gas, you know, letting the AC blow. So it's either or it's like yeah, so either you have to waste gas with the with the AC on or you just got to sit out there in the heat and sweat balls, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so so today
1: is there tipping with spark or is it just that the base pay is much higher cuz it's like uh, a direct uh
0: yeah, most delivery. customers tip pretty well. Although I noticed that on with Spark is that the customers are much more prone to tip bait than any other app, unless, unless Walmart's doing yeah. tips. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I learned that with Uber Eats. I think it was my first delivery, actually. I got tip really? and, uh
0: Everything go okay?
1: It, as far as I know, and I think people are like, well, you can contact customer service <laughs> and just tell them. But I mean, yeah, it was a hand to me delivery. The, you know. Mm-hmm. Um actually, you know what? I don't think I used the hot bag, so maybe, oh, uh,
0: maybe they problems. were mad about
1: that or something, but that's I mean Uber Jimmer, uh,
0: what restaurant it was for?
1: I think it was Chipotle,
0: so maybe oh, it was yeah. cold. <laughs> well but that's not yeah, your fault. Chipotle yeah. they put everything on a shelf and they just let it sit there at room temperature. I know when
1: I've ordered Chipotle, it's usually cold, but no yeah. So yeah. I've I've since just started using my DoorDash hot bag for Uber Eats because they don't provide you one. But yeah, yeah I, I can't think of a reason um you know why I,
0: I have a plain gifted, black but... catering bag that I use. Um sometimes for like if I'm doing Uber Eats DoorDash at the same time um and especially if it's a big order. Are you on yeah. with like DoorDash's uh catering or like the That's large thing orders? I've,
1: Tried to sign up for, and uh, I think I'm on the wait list, but it may have been that I didn't... I mean, when they initially offered it or something, I didn't have the right bag because you either have to buy the bag or get a,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, your own, right? Which I wish I would have done. Yeah, what you, you can get
0: is get, a, yeah, you can get a plain black catering bag on Amazon for like 20, 25 bucks, something like that. I mean, I use them for Instacart just because it's so much easier to carry. Because you can put three brown you know grocery bags in there and um so it's just much easier to carry two bags instead of like a thousand plastic bags i always try to get paper bags when i do um uh instacart Uh, yeah i know a lot of states are banning plastic bags now or they make you buy the bags how does it work in michigan
1: yeah you would think it would be the first one of the first states (laughs) to ban it but yeah as far as i know we still have the option for plastic paper and then you know you can bring mm-hmm. your own bags or buy their reusable bags but yeah uh i would i was gonna say i would get just a uh, plain catering bag or the plain hot bags just to universally yeah. use going forward because uh i just signed up for deliver that i know you've done some videos on that as well and oh yeah they thing, make- it, They may either buy their bags or it's got to be a non-branded bag. So I mean, I would recommend just getting plain bags for anyone getting into this, you know, and just use them across the board. Cause I don't even know if DoorDash provides them for you automatically anymore. Unless you're in smaller ones.
0: I think New York city is the only city that like mandates the apps provide workers with the bags. Um, You know, cause like I do my gig news, um, show i used to do it once a week now there's so much news i do it twice a week yeah. and yeah new york city passed a law last year that said like they mandated tr- transparency um which uh, one of my co-hosts hannibal he's in brooklyn and i'm so it's, i mean it's great for him so now every order with doordash like it has a breakdown between the base pay and the customer tip so there's no more guessing yeah and i'm just wondering what's going to happen in new york to all those cheapskate non-tippers i mean their food just going to sit there
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, so then they get like a mandatory base pay too, or is it? Um, um, maybe I'm thinking California does that now. I
0: yeah, well, yeah. Now Seattle, they just passed a minimum wage for gig workers. They have to make yeah 17 and change an hour, which, yeah. I mean, that's great for gig work. But I'm wondering, like, there's so many unintended consequences of that, though. It's like that what drivers are going to do is just turn – you know grubhub uber eats and doordash on all at the same time so that mean like are you going to be able to triple dip you know 17 times three um yeah that's you know however much that is or like are they going to have to talk are the apps going to have to talk to each other so they know you know like oh you know even though you were idle on doordash you were still active with uber eats or something like that you know so i'm just wondering how that's going to happen um, I mean, honestly,
1: I'd rather probably just do one app if if I could hmm. get reliable pay. But yeah,
0: yeah, it. Be, I would say before COVID, that was possible, especially for yeah. me. I was doing Instacart; was like ninety percent of my income, and then yeah. COVID hit, and then pff, <laughs> yeah. I don't want this shit. Uh, yeah. Do you ever watch a? Uh, uh, he, I, he well, he keeps changing his channel name. I think he goes by DoorDash Delivery. His name's Van. He's Vietnamese. He, he used to yeah. be in a Dayton, Ohio, and I think he just moved to Denver. And he's had a lot yeah. of viral TikToks. I mean, he's also here on YouTube too. Um, yeah, you know, he, he's do, he's like just the master of TikTok, doing those sixty-second, thirty-second shorts. Yeah. Um, about like, like no cheap no tippers. Yeah. yeah, take the bus, yeah. bozo. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, no, I, we follow each other, and uh, yeah, he's he's definitely. Any other uh,
0: like gig workers on TikTok you follow and recommend?
1: I'm sure there are. I don't want to leave mm. anyone out. Um, oh no, yeah. Uh, my brother. I mean, I'll just plug him. Making sense. Uh,
0: making sense.
1: M A K. N C i don't know maybe i said that wrong but um yeah uh
0: make DoorDash,
1: him- is it i don't know if he's watching this or not how can i see the chat do i hit the chat box or is there or would it uh, pop up
0: i'm not sure how it looks on your end <laughs> okay <Is> it- <laughs>
1: probably not as great but yeah um no yeah there's uh There's definitely a lot of good ones. Um, DoorDashius, I think he's—I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's in uh, California, and then I think DoorDash delivery has two different channels, right? One his accounts got
0: yeah, his accounts got nuked a few times. I I don't know why.
1: Yeah, Um, and then uh, DoorDash Pro, he's Michigan based. Yeah, so there's. There's
0: several. Yeah. If you guys are watching the chat and let us know gig worker or gig talkers, I guess we could call them. Cause so I came up with the term gig tube um, That's nice. Yeah. to describe, uh, you know, cause we're gig workers on YouTube. So we're gig tubers. And then I wish I'd come up with this years ago, um, which actually it dates back to, so, I mean, I've been on YouTube since 2007. And uh, I originally started doing beer reviews and I, my channel is still there. It's called Chaz beer reviews but with a Z and so there's a huge community there of people that are, you know, craft beer lovers, home brewers, and just somebody just started calling us beer tubers, which was fine, you know, and like, Oh, it makes sense. We're beer lovers on YouTube. So beer tube. And then when I came over into this world, um, actually I still post uh, video beer reviews every once in a while. In fact, I posted one this afternoon, which is why I'm drinking Arizona, usually I'm drinking a beer when we're doing this show, but I already had my beer yeah. for the day. So, um, oh, man, yeah, so I was like, like, yeah, I was like,
1: myself to one, but yeah, go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the beers I drink are pretty big and it's like, you know, um, I, I'll, I, every once in a while I'll keep Miller light or Negro Modella in there. You know, I can have yeah. a couple of those. That's, those are actually light beers, quote, you know, with a uh, pretty good taste. Yeah. Actually PBR is not bad either, but I mean, I only drink yeah. it every once in a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um trying to be sober
0: these days. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so what what made you want to start doing TikTok? I think you kind of talked about this at the beginning. I just, think because it was easy or, yeah. or what yeah, not just I TikTok mean, terms, to just put yourself out there. It actually put it out
1: there. I think um I mean I think there was just this huge debate going on, like with door dashing and the whole, the non-tipping thing. And as I started doing it, I just, I realized, you know, that there's just this, there's always just going to be this ongoing debate. So um, I just thought, yeah, I document it. I mean, it makes it kind of exciting. And I really just kind of learned a lot myself doing it that way too. Uh, For instance, that, that first viral video, if you want to call it that, that I did um, where I said, you know, make more tips than you do base pay. I mean, since learning that, uh, the uh, the difference between my tips and base pay is, is even better. So, I mean, it's just, I think it was just something um, to make it a little more interesting. And then as I started to kind of learn and, you know, strategize a little bit better, I thought it'd be a cool thing to document and share. and And like with this, you know, just talking about it and it's like this whole thing, you know. It's it's way mm-hmm. more involved than you think it'd be. So, yeah. And then I, you know, I, I kind of just put like random videos on there too. You know, it's not necessarily uh, just Door Dashing or Gig Work. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I did uh, in the pandemic was uh, I I bought like Pokemon cards to resell or sports cards, and that market was hot for a while i mean like i wasn't so much into you know pokemon or particular players but i mean the resale value of things so that's kind of where i got the sell and dash because i was trying to be a reseller and doordash and just kind of document both of them but uh
0: you were uh flipping like collectibles
1: yeah i mean just you know if you get like a good pokemon card auto pack (laughs) and then I was never, I was never a Pokemon
0: fan, but I used to be, uh, I used to be huge into comics. I mean, I still have a bunch. Um, I have like, you know, digital comics on my tablet, but I don't have the actual hard copy comics anymore.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, the market for that has kind of died and, uh, (laughs) but yeah, no, I think just kind of it's, you know, my situation with, uh, my wife being more of the breadwinner and me being more of the stay at home dad. And, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of trying to show my journey. And yeah, TikTok just honestly was the easiest, <laughs> yeah. but I, you know, I'm aging myself cause like, you know, it's like my parent, you know, you, you thought you'd never be like your parents who didn't know <laughs> like how to use technology. And now that's
0: where uh, I'm at. Yeah. My parents are such a boomers. They're so, yeah. It drives me crazy. I, I don't know if so you saw this like, comment. W Webb said, are baseball c- cards good to sell right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't bought any in a while. Uh, but there was, man, there was a hot rookie a couple months ago, even before the season started. Um, And I bought his card just to, to kind of invest. But yeah, I would say definitely that'd be what to invest in right now it's as far as sports goes because it's, it's going on right now i mean we have the nba finals and uh nhl playoffs as well but
0: yeah i feel like cards. the uh, i feel like once smartphones became ubiquitous i feel like a lot of the collectibles like even like video games i used to collect um nintendo actual physical cartridges but um yeah. <clears throat> and when the NES and Super NES Mini came out a few years ago. I mean, because they're just Linux computers, you can hack them and you can put like essentially, un, you know, infinite games on there. All you need is a SD card, um, wow. or like a, a little, you know, like a thumb drive. And uh, I actually used to make money hacking people's uh, minis. Um, nice. But uh, you know, I, I feel like you know, like in like with comics, they're all digital now, and like with baseball cards. I mean, it's like if you want to like that was pre-internet that's how people you know like boomers when they were kids growing up in the 60s and 70s how you got your stats about your players you know but now you can just look anything up online yeah so i'm surprised like i don't even know baseball cards are still being made and i mean i assume it's mostly like a like a boomer and gen x audience i mean i can't imagine anyone under like 30 is still collecting baseball cards you know
1: yeah maybe other than for the resale um just because i think with people being at home you know it kind of forced people to get back into hobbies and stuff you know i probably wouldn't have gotten into it otherwise uh but just kind of that thrill of hey you know i bought this pack Mm -hmm. of cards for five bucks and one of the cards is worth 50 or something you know so you can get lucky
0: yeah Yeah, i mean if you get like a ken griffey jr rookie card or a rod or Derek jr something like that it's got to be you know big name player like that
1: yeah for sure and then there was like a shortage i think too of the cards and now i mean they're i think it's the opposite i think there's yeah
0: we just got a a super chat first gen texan appreciate what y'all do thanks a lot man he just sent me 10 bucks well 999 awesome w website Appreciate i still see basketball cards some other sports cards in the store yeah i used to yeah. love do you ever go to like flea markets i used to. i used to do that all the time i haven't been in years but love going like flea markets uh comic book conventions collectibles toy conventions you know um yeah i uh, they have huge conventions here in orlando all the time they just had one like a month ago But, I mean, ever since, like, you know, Hollywood took over, like, San Diego Comic-Con, like, now it's just these pop culture conventions and, like, basically, like, these cosplay conventions. Like, nobody's really there, like, who is, like, actual hardcore collector, you know? It's just, like, this pop culture thing of, I don't know, it's where everybody can, it's like Halloween, but in some random month, you know? Yeah, Anyway, I have a bunch of standard questions here. I usually ask everybody, um, especially like other gig workers. So I, I've shot like, cause I'm trying to like, you know, like how you, like you said, like kind of like documenting your gig experience with TikTok and all that. It's like, that's, that's what kind of the, one of the points of this podcast is because I talk to people from all over the country and I've even had a few um, I've had, I've interviewed two Canadians and one uh, person from England so I'm awesome. I'm trying to get like you know I'm trying to go worldwide, but I mean even United States is such a big country. It's just it's interesting to see what how the difference is just from different regions, you know. So oh for sure, yeah. I got some some standard questions here to ask. So do you have like a set like is there certain days and hours you pretty much always work, or is it kind of random?
1: It's uh, it can be random. Uh, ideally. I think for, in terms of prime orders, I would do the dinner rush, you know, really? which maybe like five to nine or something for me. And probably later if I wasn't, you know, having to come home and put the kids to bed and all that. Uh, Cause I don't know like if there's a bar rush or anything, like if I was to go to East Lansing, um, Michigan State University's there, there's probably like a late, late night rush. Um, but I don't usually do that. So, It's usually the dinner rush, um, but then days, like my wife and I uh, do every other day, taking the kids to school. So like if I take them to school or like way early in the morning, I'll just see Mm -hmm. if I can get lucky with some breakfast orders or maybe do some grocery delivery orders in the morning. And uh, it's interesting though, because the lunch, I mean, there's, and then lunch, can be all right but like for me when it hits like 1 30 or like 2 that time like right when lunch ends i mean you might as well not even dash till yeah five or six in my area because
0: sounds like where yeah. i'm at, yeah.
1: yeah if you stay you can stay on the schedule and i might just do that you know and just come home or whatever but um yeah pretty much hitting those rushes and yeah
0: if if you get in with Instacart, I mean I know you're in with Shift. I will say like the afternoon, um, it's pretty good on those grocery orders. A lot of people because yeah. they can't get if they can't get their eight a.m. delivery, then they'll go for like one, two o'clock. So yeah, that's thing, what uh, I did
1: today. Actually, with Shift, hmm. you know, in between um, doing some lunch orders, and then uh, I didn't really do dinner stuff tonight, obviously. But yeah, I'm getting back into Shift, and I think if you have I, that mix.
0: I like to do the show on Tuesdays because Tuesdays is usually the slowest day of the week, even yeah, during the dinner. Sure. So it's like might as well do it on Tuesdays, you know. Yeah, what that's
1: car- funny. That's universal. What kind of car did you well, say okay. you
0: drive? A Kia something?
1: A Kia Rio. It's uh, like the smallest version they have. I think. Does it get uh, good
0: gas mileage at least?
1: Yeah, it gets really good gas mileage. Um, I think I just wanted something. Like, cause my wife has an SUV that's, you know, kind of like our family car, you know, mm-hmm. if we travel, which we don't travel much lately, but, um, it's more comfortable traveling. So I, uh, and at one point we, you know, we're working obviously, uh, separate places. And so we both needed cars and, uh, it just seemed like, you know, a cheap car to have. And for now, for right now it's working out great. Yeah. With gas prices and, uh how much is gas, gas out mileage, there but um so i'm part of bj's wholesale club i don't know if uh, i have those there it's like a yeah, the costco or yeah yeah right so so i'm able to get a little bit of discount there so it's at it was at 4.99 last time i checked but everywhere else is over five dollars uh mm-hmm. at least five ten i think it was at other places so not as bad as uh in some other areas and i honestly didn't look today maybe it just went even higher today but um
0: i'm i'm a bj's member yeah. myself but i actually yeah i i prefer i use gas buddy and get upside and i can get gas even cheaper with uh with those two apps like at there's a uh a, a, cha- a chain here called racetrack and there's yeah there's a station about a mile down the road from where i live and it's like always the cheapest, uh, gas in town. Like once you use gas buddy and get upside. So, um, yeah,
1: I've done upside too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if I, yeah, if I happen to look in the app, I can probably mm-hmm. find a better deal for sure and get the cash back. That's mm-hmm. nice for sure. But, um,
0: Do you have a, a dash cam in your car?
1: No, I I have a little like holster type thing mm-hmm. for the phone that I can, that I could use.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely recommend I, I recommend getting any kind of dash cam. Like the, the Van True seems to be like one of the most popular um, models. Um, even if you don't do rideshare, it's good to have a ca- like two cameras, like one facing the road, one facing the cabin of the car, or you can actually put it on like your rear, your rear windshield facing so like if somebody rear ends you, you get that on camera. I mean, it's oh, not even nice. just for yeah. like, not even for like making videos. I mean, it's the, the one I use it's actually, like I, yeah, it's just, yeah. First it's for insurance purposes. Cause if you ever get in an accident, it's not your fault. Or actually a lot of times um, uh, for uh, cops, you know, they try to pull you over on something that you didn't do and you have that dash cam footage. Um, yeah. That, that'll save you too. That's why like, if you ever see like all those viral videos of like dash cam, you know crazy dash cam videos out of russia and stuff it's because like like 90 percent of drivers in russia all have dash cams in their car and they did that because the police there were so crooked they all everybody had to get dash cams so yeah um yeah i recommend everybody yeah, I mean, if you have a car have a dash cam and i mean let's say you have like a brand new tesla or something like that where it's built in um, yeah you know even a 30 dollar walmart dash cam is better than nothing you know
1: yeah that's uh, a good point you never know what you're gonna catch Sorry, I'm losing light here. Do I need to turn a light on? Do I? Like,
0: oh, you're fine. There? I can still see you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what? Uh, how do you get the food smell out of your car? Oh man. Or do you uh, just let it go. <laughs> just get used to it.
1: Lately, I think I just let it go. But uh, if it's like something really pungent, I'll just, uh, you know, just roll down all the windows that one, you know, right after the delivery and just try to air it out. Um, I have like an air freshener, but sometimes that can be worse if you're combining like that artificial, you know, air freshener smell with. with I uh,
0: agree. I mean, I I keep a can of Lysol because, well, it's been in there since COVID and when I used to do Uber rides, like they wanted you to spray the seats down between every single passenger. Um, wow. And if you do it enough, it's kind of nice because it gives you a nice kind of lemony scent or whatever scent you get. But um yeah, and like because Lysol actually kills germs, so it kind of cleans the air. But like the the pine trees that you hang off your mirror or the the Febreze you put on the vent, it just blows an odor. It doesn't actually yeah. get rid of whatever is causing the stinky smell. Um, yeah. What, what would you what would you rather have in your car? Like a garlic. Butter shrimp or curry Indian food? <laughs>
1: uh, man, probably the curry Indian food just because garlic mm. is just, I don't mind it but as much, but I mean, I think that's just harder to get rid of. But maybe not. I don't know. Those are yeah. kind of the catch-all. Um, yeah, I'm trying what? to think of r- restaurants that really leave a lasting odor. Yeah. But-
0: yeah, it's usually, like, seafood and, like, Indian restaurants. Have, yeah, those those types of foods probably have the most pungent smell. I don't yeah. mind, like, I went out to my, I didn't I didn't work today, and I haven't driven since last night. I went out to my car this morning to do something, and I opened the door, and it smelled like pizza in there. I was like, why does it smell like pizza? I haven't, even, I haven't done a pizza delivery in, like, a week. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I, I can usually smell it even the next day, too.
0: Mm-hmm. What would you say uh, most delivery drivers are doing wrong?
1: I don't think it's probably their fault, but I think, uh, with, you know, these, most of these places pretty much accepting anyone. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of their They just don't know enough. I mean, I feel like a fool, like when I first did DoorDash and maybe it was different then, but mm-hmm. It's like you accept every order, you know, because you want to be an yeah. employee, right?
0: Well, so, yeah, it's a W-2 mindset, but you're not an employee. That's what people need to learn. right?
1: Exactly. So it's like I don't want to encourage people to uh, not, I mean, it's not even a matter of, of not doing the work. It's just, I would say, uh, just not being selective enough, you know, because mm-hmm. in reality, you mm-hmm. know, you can not make money or lose money, you know with the way it's set up right now.
0: So what about, what about restaurants? What are most restaurants doing wrong? Personally,
1: uh, I, I don't like the way you get treated as, as a delivery driver, you know, like I mm-hmm. think you get treated as uh, less than, you know, and maybe it's more of like, you know, they're looking at you like you're like a coworker or something, but I would just say, kind of like the you know the lack of respect uh, for the delivery yeah. driver. I mean really it's a representation of of the restaurant they're working for, right? So um Yeah. I, would say, I, mean,
0: that... I I I agree with that, although I think like what they're like they're doing worse is like we were saying before like with Chipotle, they just leave all the bags on the shelf at room temperature. Why aren't yeah. these restaurants I haven't seen it in a long time, but there were a few and a lot. Well, actually, a lot of pizza places will do this, but like they'll have like a like like hot bags like we have and they'll leave the bags in there until you show up. But I mean, yeah. p- putting hot food on a shelf where and especially where anybody literally can take it um, is is so terrible. Like I've can't tell you the number of times I go on Chipotle, try to pick something up. You're looking at every single bag on the shelf. The name's not there. And then it's so like, you have to go over and ask like do you have so and so's order and they're like yeah we put it out there like 10 minutes and I'm like oh it's not there. They're it's like gone. oh now we got to re- we got to remake it. Um yeah that, that's true.
1: It's quantity over quality, right? Yeah. These days and, unfortunately.
0: And finally, what are most customers doing wrong?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these are good questions. Uh Yeah, I I mean other than you know not tipping, right? Um mm-hmm. I would say for me, I really appreciate like detailed instructions, you know, like I've done a video. I didn't really get like a great response, but like I can, yeah, I live
0: in an apartment complex and like the entire complex shares the same street address. So when you put in, you know, when you put in the address in your GPS, it's just going to take you to the, actually it doesn't even take you to the, the actual entrance. It just takes you to like a sign on the road, you know yeah um, or like it's the like, leasing I, office
1: yeah you know, a lot of times yeah. There,
0: yeah there's nobody there you know um but uh i you are seeing like um there's a meme it's from a long time ago where it's like okay i just ordered doordash now let's scrape the numbers off the house let's turn the lights off let's turn our phones off you know that, that it's so true like how yeah. do customers they know we're coming especially I think my biggest pet peeve is when it's dark out and the customer doesn't turn their porch light on like that's just address. common courtesy no it's also a matter especially like you know up north you're up north where it gets cold and there's snow and ice in the winter you know do you yeah. have a flashlight I have a I got mine right here do you do you use a this one's oh, a freaking, that's high power. yeah
1: yeah I haven't uh, I haven't done real I recommend one in of these while, but yeah <laughs> No, yeah, just, yeah, for sure. Just not being available. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, as silly as it sounds, like I really want to know if, if it's leave it door. I really want to know if that means
2: mm-hmm.
1: you want me to knock or not. Because yeah. I think in general, like gig workers would probably say, oh, that definitely means you don't knock. But I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like I do want to try to please you know the customer so it's like Mm -hmm. just tell me exactly what you what you want um
0: do you uh do you message the customers when you're on your way
1: not usually unless it's you know there's something special i mean i well having uh, ordered you know on the other end and just uh, separate from like the automated messages and all that i don't really go
0: beyond uh, that but I recommend stealing this. This is this is a message I send to every customer when I'm on my way. Hi, this is Chad, your DoorDash driver. You can follow my location and mobile app. I'm in a white Honda Fit. I have, I make a point of saying I have catering bags, which will keep your food hot and your drinks cold. Please let me know whether or not to r- knock slash ring bell, or if you prefer stealth mode, and then if you meet me at the door, please allow me. Cause I always take pictures. Um, like I have the timestamp camera app that shows you the GPS coordinates and the street address. I mean, it's not always hundred percent accurate, but it's not yeah. so bad now that COVID is over. A lot of people are, are actually answering the door again, but there was a while there. There's so many people, um, freaking just scammers that, you know, they just say, I never got my order, you know, and some apps yeah. are better than others about like that kind of, um, you know, making you take a picture and all that stuff. um, but uh, yeah, I recommend doing that. And I actually, and I send a thank you message too. Well, actually it's hard to send a thank you message with DoorDash now because when you take a picture, like, and then like, unless it actually opens a text chat with the customer, but if you're going through the, the chat within the app, it's hard to, once you're, well, it's impossible. Once you hit complete, you can't talk to the customer anymore. But if you, if you for right. whatever reason, you get a chat going with them, you can at least send them a thank you note. So I I find, I mean, not that I really care about the five stars and all that. I mean, I think it's just kind of like good karma, you know?
1: No, yeah, for sure. If it's, um, you know, if like there's a delay, I mean, uh, I'll let them know. Like Mm -hmm. definitely I'll check in um, or if things are unclear, I'll reach out to them kind of before Mm -hmm. with, you know, hey, what do you want me to do? But yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, you're, yeah, can't go wrong, right? With just trying to give good customer service
0: so yeah because i've uh, i've used i use doordash i still i have the dash pass i think it's like you know it's like 100 bucks a year so you get like free delivery or you know zero delivery fees i guess and they uh um knock down the service fees and all that stuff but anyway so um you know i ordered doordash as a customer like once or twice a month sometimes more and i can tell that, that the driver is multi-apping because like they're going like they'll go way out of the way, even though it says they already picked up my food. And yeah. although I, I don't think DoorDash tell, like, if DoorDash actually does stack two or more orders on the same route, I don't believe they actually let the customer know that, which they I know Uber does. Wondered, Uber does. Uber does. I wondered
1: that, you know, do they just stop the GPS at that point? Because if you're going, mm-hmm. if you were going the right way and then all of a sudden you're not because you're doing it, uh, multi-order
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh yeah hybrid hybrid ninja
0: said a pet peeve of mine is customers dogs yeah i agree it drives me crazy every time i go to make a delivery and like there's a dog jumping up and barking and all that stuff and i'm like how do you not know you have a dog you know like you know i'm coming can't you put the yeah. dog in the bedroom or the bathroom or the backyard somewhere i mean this is only a five second interaction but i still need to You know, well, I mean, now that we can just leave stuff at the door, unless it's like alcohol or something like that, we get to scan their license or whatever. But yeah, people with dogs, if you know a delivery guy is coming, just put the dog in the backyard or, you know, once they actually knock on the door. Like if you live in an apartment like me, you can at least put your dog in the bedroom or the bathroom or something, a room with a, where you can close the door. That's
1: a good point. I had one almost escape. I think it was yesterday. This person said.
0: I have German Shepherds. They make sure, make sure they're not around when someone is delivering.
1: Thank you. I I find actually,
0: yeah, I've, I've actually find German Shepherds. who can be really friendly dogs. I think it just depends on the owner.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the social
0: we've been going a while. I just want to ask you a few more standard questions. Do you have like a single greatest delivery experience? Like, you know, like you ever get like a $50, a hundred dollar tip at the door or, I Anything no like
1: I got a $50 tip after the fact and uh wow it was for it was for a Walmart delivery.
0: Oh
2: okay. Which,
1: you know in general Was it a big was it a big order? See very, no, it wasn't and um kind of the greatest thing about it was it was from a person. I mean I don't want to like stereotype but I mean like you know we all kind of mm-hmm. you, you pull up to like a mansion you might think oh I'm going to but this was like the complete opposite. So it's like, you know, you just never know who's yeah. going to throw you. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and and that's kind of what makes it exciting too, is it's, you know, minus the hidden tips and all that. It's like, I mean, someone could make your day, right? So, yeah, that $50 tip was definitely hmm. awesome.
0: What's well, the best and worst public restrooms where you are? <laughs> <laughs>
1: worse is uh Taco Bell. I don't know. If that's <laughs> just across the board, but uh I almost took a video of just but then I was like, well, probably not good that I have my phone out in the bathroom, but it's uh yeah,
0: Taco Bell say, is probably the worst. I'd say Walmart is probably the worst around here. Yeah. It's just, okay. It's just it's like it's like the proportion like if it's a Actually, it's funny. The Walmart around the corner from me, like they just remodeled the whole store. So like they built everything up from like top to bottom. So like the men's room, it was like brand new. And then like, but after like a week, it looks all old and dirty and dingy already. And it's like, there's paper towels everywhere. And it's like, they just did a terrible job of redesign. So it's like, yeah, it's just like, it looks like it's like a freaking, and it's like the nastier the bathroom, like as far as like the cosmetics, like the net, like it's always nasty in there. You're like it's yeah. somebody just you go in there and somebody some dude just blew it up with his irritable bowel syndrome or something you know and
1: Ine- inevitably yeah and um, then uh,
0: you know is the best for a public restrooms though is actually um, hotel lobbies if if you make a if you're making a delivery to a hotel like stop in the lobby and use the men's room just for the hell of it it's usually pretty nice
1: yeah that's that's good advice
0: and so also uh, go ahead
1: Panera I think is. Uh, kind of probably
0: the
1: they're
0: best usually good. for me yeah. yeah i don't know well i mean i know you guys don't have Publix up there Publix is like the biggest supermarket chain down here but their yeah. their men's rooms are usually pretty clean um, yeah oh so there's a, a controversy among gig you know grub dash drivers that's been going on for years is when uh especially it's actually almost exclusively at fast food places where they hand you a cup and they say, okay, they want Coke, go fill it up over there. You oh think that's God. our job? Do you do that? Or do you say, Hey, I don't work here. You know,
1: <laughs> it's, it's only happened actually to me twice. Uh, Taco Bell started doing that and I do it just cause I, you know, I don't want to, it's not worth my time for, mm-hmm. The argument really but i know that they have you know their fountain drink thing back there it's just them
0: cutting yeah. corners. but then there there is
1: one place uh way back burgers i don't know if you if that's a nationwide chain or more of a local thing but um they have you do it and it's because i think the only uh fountain drink thing they, they have is you know on the other side of the counter it's self-serve so I don't usually put a stick up about that, but it's so interesting you say that because Taco Bell started doing that to me. I don't know if it's just the one Taco Bell or.
0: Yeah. um, Although I have noticed like ever since uh, COVID, like now a lot of the restaurants, like they put like a a sticker over the, the where you would put the straw hole in or whatever, like, you know, sanitize for your protection.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's the other kind of debatable, you know, thing about, DoorDash is people are like oh i never get the right food and this and that well you know if the restaurant seals the bag do you want me to break the seal yeah bag?
2: exactly so for
1: the you know it's like we can only go on the word of the restaurant employee and just do our best to mm-hmm. check everything you know
0: do you have any restaurants on a blacklist like you'll never pick up from there again
1: I claimed to in a couple of my <laughs> videos, but, uh, depending on how desperate I am for, for orders, I, uh, I'll cave every now and then, but Wendy's, uh, there's two in my area and both are pretty bad in terms of, uh, wait times. And I think people have said it's cause they make it fresh, but, uh, these, you know, I just have other bad experiences with wait times. Uh, it's probably low staffing and all that which i can yeah i feel bad for but in terms of you know you can't can't wait half an hour for you know exactly order or whatever so uh i try to avoid those um and then in general yeah you know mcdonald's or taco bell's kind of hit or miss uh but it's just, I mean, those are popular places. So they're pretty good for the most part, but there's, you know, certain locations I might try to avoid.
0: Are there any restaurants sure. there that where the lobbies are still closed and they make you wait in the drive-thru or is there everything back to like, at least you can at least go inside now.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the issues with, with Wendy's is they don't a lot of times their lobbies not um, open yeah. so that the, the drive through is always long. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I don't think it's COVID related. I think it's like staffing related. You yeah. Know? Or maybe they got used to they the idea never... of not having to. Yeah. Right. Have clean the lobby or have people in the lobby. So it's, you know, they can ha- have less people working the drive through only, but yeah, I would way, way rather go in the lobby to pick it up. Yeah. I,
0: I rarely accept fast food orders unless they're like, maybe $9 or more. And it's a pretty short distance because yeah. yeah, I mean, well, lobby, all the lobbies here are open. They have been open for a long time. Um, So, I mean, the staffing isn't as much of a issue as it was like two years ago, but it's yeah. still like, I think Americans are addicted to fast food. Like mm-hmm. I, like, every time you go by, it kills me. Like you go by McDonald's in the middle of the night and there's still a line going around the restaurant of cars so I'm, that's, yep. I'm like, people are freaking addicted to fast food in this country. So yep. that's why I buy fast food stock. I own stock in Wendy's, McDonald's, Yum! Brands, yep. uh, Darden restaurants. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to capitalize on these people's. Um, <laughs> I'm going to exploit these people's addiction for my personal gain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, people. Anyway, we've <laughs> been going a long time, almost an hour and a half. Um, so are you only on TikTok? Do you have an Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? Uh, No,
1: right now, just TikTok. Uh, Okay. I'll put a link
0: in the show notes. Yeah,
1: appreciate that. Um, uh, I think I'm going to try my hand at YouTube. Uh, I don't know if I want to do original stuff or Mm -hmm. if I can use the same videos. I'd rather try to do something something original. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll probably be doing that pretty soon. But, yep, just TikTok for now.
0: Well, what's nice about YouTube is you can turn the phone this way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so. i'm sure it's more user-friendly than I yeah it once was
0: so yeah yep. all right everybody out there uh thanks for watching again this show is available as an audio podcast link in the show notes or there, if you're listening on the audio podcast and you want to see what we look like there should be a link to the youtube channel as well uh so thanks to stefan for doing this interview check him out on tiktok and uh, i'm gonna try to get some more gig talkers on this show um not that i'm running out of gig tubers to talk to but you know i'd like to in fact there's people who are only on instagram and twitter that i've reached out to that i would like to talk to so
1: yeah check them out and
0: i gotta yeah i gotta modernize yeah yeah but yeah by the way thank you uh you know we do uh the new show on sunday and thursday mornings at nine and if you're like i think it works better as a three-person show we try to so i have like my co host Hannibal is on Sundays and then Joe is on Thursdays. And then we try to bring in a third person, you know, whenever. So if you ever want to, you know, sit in with us on the news, because we go over, you know, not just DoorDash, but, you know, Uber, Lyft, Instacart, Amazon, there's the gig economy as a whole, like whatever states are doing as far as regulations and things like that. So, uh, yeah, if you ever want to do that, let me know. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I think this is actually one of the longest episodes I've ever done. Usually I try to cut it out about, you know, 60 to 80 minutes, but man, time flies. I don't know if you listen or watch Joe Rogan, but he's always saying that too. It's like, you know, that first hour, like you're just getting warmed up. That's why a lot of his shows go two and a half, three, three and a half, four hours, you know?
1: Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was a great experience.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, Thanks everybody there for watching or listening. And I will be back on Thursday morning with the news. So uh, check that out. All right, have a good night and I will see you in a couple of days. All right. Bye.
2: See ya.